welcome to Geek and Sassy. My name is Jennifer Smith. I'm here with the wonderful and beautiful Miranda. How are you doing, Miranda? I'm here. I'm always trepidatious when I ask that question because I never know what you're going to say. That's the fun of it. Like, you either broke your it. toe or you have a disease or the flu. Oh, God, I hope I don't have the flu. <laughs> You haven't even made it to the con yet this weekend. You can't have con crud. You might, be, you might be patient zero for con crud this year. Well, I was like, oh, my God. So we watched mine con live because mm-hmm. um, for the last, like, four or five years, it's just been, like, a live thing. And only a select few people have been um, able to go to, like, the, the actual venue. Um, and they don't really have anything at the venue. But we watched mine con live. And so today I was texting with our friend Taylor and I was like girl I got the con crud and I didn't even physically go to the freaking con <laughs> like oh my god that that is how special you are Miranda um I'm pretty special my immune system is pretty special yeah. but no I'm taking all precautions to not be patient zero I do not want to be that person no please don't be um speaking of special people we have a very special guest tonight um we do he, this is our third year of doing this, the, our CW preview show, um, for all of the uh, comic book related, not, I mean, I guess technically they're not all, but the ones we care about are comic book related <laughs> uh, content on the CW, is Mr. Russell Sellers. How are you, Russell? Uh Kind of okay with skipping Fanaticon now that I know that Miranda is so diseased. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Really? Really? Yeah. Yep, mm. I'm. Mm. I'm Love sorry. Every, I'm sorry, everybody. But if you get sick after Fanaticon, I think we know where it came from. Actually, but no. We could we could still blame it on Minecon though, because it, that sounds dangerously close to Minecomp. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that it's full of horribly diseased children in both mind and body. Well, I mean, Minecon did have a lot of children in the audience, so. Ergo, it's a petri dish of putrid humanity, and you should be happy you didn't go, but it, it created a disease so strong that it reached through your internet connection and infected yep. you. Yep. That, that is... I do happen to know that I'm not the only person that feels like crud that's going to Fanaticon, so I think it would be like a collective ground zero. Mm, it just it sounds like uh, the kind of petri dish that I really don't want to be at. <laughs> Yeah, now I'm regretting this decision. No, you can't take that. No take backs. No take backs. It's your. It's, we're having birthday celebration. No, no take backs. Okay. That Miranda's bug is going to mix with somebody else's bug, and it's just going to be like this super virus that gets mixed in. Great. No, what will probably happen is I'll go and I'll get even more sick, but nobody else will get sick. No, nah, like okay, two days later. Now she's going to be feeling better in like two days and be like, I don't understand why you guys feel like crap all of a sudden. I feel fine. <laughs> it may happen. It may happen. All right. So everybody's uh, immune system aside, we have important business. We do. Right? So. Because it's our CW extravaganza. There you go. Good job. I wasn't going to ask you to do that, but. You did there needs to, there needs to be a jingle. I, maybe I should do that. I have a lot of fun with making it different every time, though. Sometimes mm-hmm. I should record it. And be like, my voice sucks. Click, hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
So we are going to start on Sunday, October 6th, with uh, the show that I'm looking forward to the most. Spoiler alert. It is called Batwoman. Big and, one. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. No, wrong bat person. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw Batwoman um, in a crossover already, and she was okay. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Miranda, what are your thoughts on the new Batwoman? Um, I really liked the crossover, and I love Ruby Rose in general. Uh, I did, I think I said this last time on the counter, like vaguely reviewed the crossover that there were some like stiff I don't know weird like I don't know almost like you're looking into the camera and nobody else knows you're looking into the camera and you're like it was a cold dark night <laughs> like I don't know there was just moments of that where I was like they gotta pep it up a little bit well, not as in like Riverdale pep it up but like I mean well, I think, like, she has, like, a sly sense of humor that kind of like Bruce, you know? So, I think that'll probably... Well, and they all were trying to, like, introduce her to, like, make you want to watch her show. So, I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait until she gets her own before I'm like, I don't like this. Well, wow. You don't sound excited at all for that, then. No, I am. It's not the one I'm most excited about, but I am excited about it. What about you, Russell? I'm all in on this. Yeah. Uh, the... First appearance of her in Elseworlds was just a small sliver. It was a very light taste of what her show might be like. But what sold me on it the most was seeing how well the action scenes were done with her in the full suit. I was I was a little worried about how that might go since she is a caped character. And that's something that the Arrowverse hasn't really done much of up to this point. Uh you know, outside of Supergirl, but Supergirl doesn't really have intricate fight scenes. And Batwoman is going to probably live and die by that. So seeing her actually pull these uh, these stunts off and do it so well gave me a lot of hope for it. Trailer looks awesome. Looks like it's pulling very much from like the... Uh, uh, the J.H. Williams III era on Batwoman, uh, that early New 52, and then the stuff prior to that that I believe he did with uh, with Greg Rucka. Uh, all, I'm in for all of that. If that's where it's pulling from, this is going to be a kick-ass show and uh, hopefully a worthy successor to Arrow. Agreed. I think some of the stuff I noticed in the trailer uh, was stuff that I recognized from the Batwoman <clears throat> that I read um, in the uh, in Rebirth when it when it hit so I was excited about that and one of the key relationships for me and Batwoman is with her father and um so do Gray Scott plays her father in this is that how you say his name that's how I'm gonna say his name is it it is now I know you're a professional uh pronunciation (laughs) guy yeah yeah that's my whole thing that's my gimmick it is it is your gimmick uh uh uh, I'm going to say it's Duggar A. Scott. Okay, I like that better. That sounds that sounds better. Anyway, I like him, and I like what I saw of him in the trailer uh, in the role of her father. I am definitely interested in that part for sure. The whole, like, dynamic, because, oh, and I'm sure there are going to be, like, romantic relationship dynamics that we're going to have come play, but a lot of the time on CW and in um, the comic genre of CW in general, it's will they, won't they, more of a, a you know, like, elicity, and then um, 
you know, flash. So I'm looking more forward to like the father daughter aspect and, and, you know, that she's not Batman and her cousin's not there. So that's what I'm actually more excited about in it than I am like relationship because we've gotten that like all the rest of the shows. I wonder if her dad will play any sort of like, um, any role like, um, friggin' shit. Why am I blanking on his name? Alfred, if he will play oh, any kind yeah. of an Alfred role, um, or uh, somebody else will come in for that. Uh, probably somebody else, uh, because uh, Luke Fox, who is the son mm-hmm. of Lucius Fox, is also in this show, and he's the one that seems uh, responsible for designing all of the uh, the newer tech that uh, that Batwoman is going to use. So he's probably going to serve more of that role, uh, and of course. Batwoman Kate Kane has always had a very uh, love-hate relationship with her father. It's always been very uh, kind of antagonistic back and forth, and it looks like that's going to continue, probably as it should, uh, given his uh, very gruff, uh, strict uh, disciplinarian military style. And, Mm -hmm. uh, of course, she was uh, dishonorably discharged from the military uh, because she served at a time under Don't Ask, Don't Tell, and was uh, like she and her girlfriend were caught. She was outed as a lesbian and uh, kicked out of the military. So right. that's that's going to be a source of uh, some cynicism and bitterness for her, like her attitudes towards uh, that lifestyle, uh, being the the military lifestyle. And then oh, we'll sure. we'll we'll certainly see uh, like a relationship between her and. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Annuals, I guess, is uh, how you pronounce her name. Uh, <laughs> it is now. Uh, uh, <laughs> somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we will see how all of this, uh, how all of that plays out. Now, uh, at least I'm reasonably sure that's the actress that's playing uh, her girlfriend slash lover. I'm not. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know who the uh, the love interest is going to be on the show. It's probably going to bounce around a little bit. Probably. But uh, as you guys have already pointed out, that's not going to be the backbone of this show like it was with uh, with Arrow and Flash for a while. This is going to be much more of a establishing a badass Batwoman. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think about the... I, I feel like it was a little bit overdone with the like... With the li- a few of the lines in the trailer where it was like, I don't want a man to take credit for a woman's work. Or there was some other woman line in there. A little bit heavy-handed. I'm hoping there's not a ton of that. Like, right. I-, I don't think you need to keep calling attention to it that way. Um, I mean, I feel like she'll she will like earn it herself. Like she doesn't need to be like, I am woman hear me roar. You know, like that doesn't seem like her style to me. Uh, feels like it'll be a thing, uh, maybe for the first episode or two, but, uh, I mean, these shows do have a tendency to do certain things that maybe feel a little overdone Mm -hmm. to begin with. Like arrow certainly did it in his first uh, season. Uh, so did Flash and uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Others, they they all find their way, find their their niche, like where they fit in as they go along. And I don't think Batwoman's going to be any different. I think it's going to 
have some really good points whenever it starts, and it's going to have some things that probably don't work quite as well, but eventually it'll iron out uh, the details and find what really works for it and figure out its own voice. The one thing that it doesn't need to do, though, is to just copy what Arrow had done. Uh, or And certainly don't try to be Gotham. Like Go, go be your own show. Find your voice and do it your way. But... Uh, you know, it it's just one of those things that takes time. They'll they'll find their footing. I think, yeah, being its own entity. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just gonna say, like, I'm this this was my most anticipated, and I have high hopes for it. So I hope it lives up to it. And I I wonder if we see Bruce at all. What do y'all think? Predictions on that? Eventually, not in the first season. Yeah, I don't, I don't think in the first season either. I think um, hopefully, like Supergirl, they'll allow Batwoman to be our entity. Um, I know there was discussion of the whole reason they waited for Batwoman to kind of launch as they did want Gotham to end over on Fox. Um, because obviously, if they do introduce a Bruce, it'll be like a grown-up Bruce, a whole different Bruce. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, they wanted it to be its own thing. And I think also allowing her to, to gain her footing, like Russell said, you know, they probably will make mention of the, like... I am woman, I am woman thing a few times. If it goes past, like, the second episode, I am going to get start getting irritated because, yes, as a woman, you like that whole, like, female empowerment thing. But after a while, you're like, stop cramming it down my throat. Yeah. I know, like, you're really, really good at this. Okay, great. Um, so I think I'm hoping that, that means Bruce will, like, stay away for a while. He'll only be there in, like, namesake, kind of like on Supergirl. Like, Superman mm-hmm. was only, and you know, he was only there in namesake. Right. Like, they mentioned him. Uh-huh. He was an awkward silhouetted shadow, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So, so, if they try to do that with Batman, he'll just be invisible because the show is very, very dark, <laughs> and most of it's at night. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, John right. Cena can play Batman. <laughs> you can't see me because we can't see. <laughs> That was like hashtag bad joke. <laughs> that was just. Mm, mm. Oh, Miranda. Um, next up on that same night, Supergirl returns for the fifth season. Is that correct? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah season five. Gosh, uh, that sounds so weird. It really does. Yeah, for a show that uh, almost met its end very uh, very quickly after mm-hmm. the first season because uh, CBS didn't want it anymore and uh, CW was like we'll take it yep I'm glad they did same uh, this I would say that this past season uh, season four was the strongest of the show yet yeah I think so too and then in the trailers you get some quality heel Lena stuff going on mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it does feel like they are steering her into that Luther role. I I I feel like I've been waiting like four years for this because we we all called it, you know, we all knew Mm -hmm. what was going to happen. But I just love her so much, and then this Lena is just wow. She's she's next level. Yes, it's been that slow heel turn Mm -hmm. for for Lena, and it's it's been. It's been progressed to just right, and uh, I do have to eat a little crow, though, because I was not high on the idea of John Cryer playing Lex Luthor. Right. No, I you were not. Did not. I did not think that was going to work. I thought it was going to be a, just an atrocity, and 
it was actually real, real good. Uh, he he was pretty great in that role. So good that I really, really want to see him and Tyler Hecklin go at it. Mm, I want the yeah. Tyler Hecklin Superman versus the John Cryer Lex Luthor. And I'm like, now I feel like I need to see that. I don't know if we ever will, but I would I would love it. Um, but he, I am absolutely here for Helena, but I'm also here for Leviathan because that is that has become one of my favorite antagonists uh, in DC Comics, and I I really hope that it's done well uh, or that it translates well to the screen. Uh, depending on how they're they're going to play this, uh, it's I'm hoping that it's going to be more like how Brian Bendis has been playing it lately. And less the whole Talia Al Ghul organization because I'd really rather Talia not be the uh, the main villain here. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll see how this how this plays out. But I, lots and lots of stuff there to be excited about. Yeah, I feel like we've had enough of Talia. Like, yeah. not saying like she wasn't good, but like I feel like we've had enough of her, and like we need to bring in some of the other. And let other people have time on screen. Oh, one of the problems there would be that it would be an alternate ver- an alternate universe version of Talia from what we've seen because Supergirl still currently takes place in a different right. universe from from Arrows. It uh, would where- be weird though, even though it's an alternate universe, she would assume she would appear she would look the same, she would appear the same, just be like different attitude because Supergirl mm-hmm. has crossed over with Flash and seed and, and Arrow, yeah. so I don't know. And- and presumably at the end of this year's uh, crossover, there's not going to be any more separate universes. It's mm-hmm. it's all going to be a single one, uh, as the name Crisis on Infinite Earths does imply. Right, uh, right. For, for anyone who's read it, they know that at the end of this, all these Earths are going to converge into one. And that's it's possible that some history is going to be rewritten. Uh, certain characters may return from the dead. Some may disappear altogether, be replaced with new ones. Uh, it's it's going to be a crazy, crazy world <laughs> after Christ well, is over. I'm assuming there are going to be people that will take the place of other people and rewrite stuff based on like costumes that we've already seen and, and announcements of um, people that we've already seen that will be part of that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a head-spinning kind of uh kind of crossover but i'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get to uh to some other premieres yeah anything else you want to talk about with supergirl miranda what about the new suit i think it looks cool i like mm-hmm. it i have to wait and see how it plays on screen though like seeing pictures of a new suit even if they're like test photos from set or something like i i would need to wait and see how it like looks on screen in the fights before i'm mm-hmm. like uh but I do like it, the at least the overall look, um, you know, the way it photographs. Kind of Captain Marvel-ish a little bit. Yeah, that's what I, it's kind of honestly how I felt. And I'm like, okay, I, I could get behind that. I was kind of done with yeah. the skirt. I don't know. I don't, to me, like my favorite iteration Supergirl is the skirt. I do love the skirt, but, you know, I, I was getting tired of her being called skirt all the time. <laughs> Like, again, referring to the fact that she was a woman. I'm like, oh, my God, already? So. Yeah, I kind of dig the uh, the pants. I could use a little more red in the costume, I think. But, uh, it is a little but blue. Other, it is, yeah, it's, it's like 
super blue, mm. if you will. And Did you expect more uh, red from Supergirl than yeah. blue? Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like I could use just a little more red and maybe a little more yellow in there. But uh, but other than that, the overall design of the suit is great. Uh, not real sure about the bangs though. Yeah, I'm kind um, of on the fence about the bangs as well. I'm I'm not sure where they're going with that look. I mean, I get it. You got to change things up occasionally and it was certainly time to change her look up it may have uh, been that she was like i want bangs and you guys are gonna uh, get the fuck over it <laughs> and and we'll just have to because that's they're there well uh, um the dc superhero girls uh supergirl like uh the cartoon and the uh comic mm-hmm. that supergirl has bangs ah uh, okay uh she does and and that's a very popular property so they may be trying to you know, mirror that and also try to pick up some of those girls who maybe have uh, started to age out of that. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, Dude, so I'll be 35 soon. I'm still reading it. <laughs> Miranda never age, ages out of anything. I don't no. assume that you, that you <laughs> My ever, kid's yeah. kind of the same way, though. You can ask Jenny. He's like, uh, yeah, let's go watch that still. I'm like, yeah. cool. All right. That is Supergirl. Our, um, hmm. What do we think about both of those shows on the same night? I think they uh, should be inverted in their time slots so that Bat- so, too. so that Batwoman can be the edgier show that it needs to be. Uh, something was bothering me about that about that list, and I'm like, what is it that's weird? And that's what it is. I, Supergirl it's, should be first. It's odd, isn't it, to have the brand new show be the lead-in show for your more established one? I do agree. I, I would have flipped that. I would have said, no, let's have the more established show that we know people are going to tune in and watch be the lead-in for the new show. Because they'll be like, all right, well, that was a good episode of Supergirl. Now, oh, look at this. I'm already here, so this uh, this new show is premiering. Let's Let's check that out. And... When it's like when they moved Arrow to a, a later time slot, suddenly they got a little more like edgy with it. They mm-hmm. were being a little bit more violent. I recall a Deathstroke like murder spree Hi. that definitely would not have been okay in the earlier time slot. It was it was a bloody mess. I was like, this is freaking awesome. I love seeing Deathstroke go off like this, and I feel like Batwoman could really use that later time slot to establish the... the Well, yeah, because you anticipate Gotham and Batwoman. And I've said this about Batman and Superman before. It's the same for Batwoman and Supergirl. One is, like, the clean side of the cleaner, nicer side of the tracks, even though shit's going down. And the other one is the dark and gritty. And so I'm with you. I kind of thought, one, because Supergirl has already, like, gained its footing. And then, two, like, kids are still up at eight. Even though, you know what I'm saying, not kids, but mm-hmm. young, you know, younger, they're still up at that time. Like, Supergirl's a good show to watch. So, I'm, I'm with you, um, but we'll see. Uh, you know. We, we all know the CW makes very weird programming choices. They do. And yeah. We, we've also said it, like, time after time, a time slot can really make or break a show. And yeah. if it being a brand new show, like, I'm a little concerned. Yeah, this doesn't feel set in stone to me either as far as, like, continuing in that spot. <laughs> it may not. We may think, like, stone. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, at any moment they can decide, nope, we're not doing this. I mean, it happens. So it, it may happen that they're like, okay, no, actually, we were just kidding. After the first of the year, it's going to be on this uh, time. Yeah, these are just the time slots until January, and exactly. then it's going right. to toss it all up in the air, and we'll see where it lands. Get a magic eight ball or some shit. I think Especially with Arrow not... 
being like a full season. I could see them being like, well, Arrow's off now. Let's, yeah, that's let's... true. Yeah, once Arrow's out of the uh, the time slot, I kind of assume that Legends of Tomorrow is going to take over I, Arrow's I current it, time slot. Because I think it's on the mid-season list, so I kind of feel like that would be correct. Yeah. Um, on that Monday night, on October 7th, we have the return of All-American for its second season. Uh, I didn't watch this one. Did either one of you check it out? I Did never... Yeah, I never got around to it. I wanted to because it actually looked good from its initial season trailers. But it's just another one of those shows that was like, okay, where do I find time to slot this one in? Mm-hmm. Uh, but from what I saw of it, it looked like it was a really well done show, strong cast, uh, and a different kind of story for the CW. I mean, it's a a high school football drama that really leans into uh, – you know the subject matter of you know an inner city like poor kid who's talented in football getting recruited to go and play at a mostly white school mm-hmm. and that's uh it almost felt like it could be a prequel kind of companion series to uh HBO's Ballers in a way that is so funny i was just thinking it it felt like a teenage yeah. ballers show it kind of it kind of is yeah, I, watched, that's, I watched the first episode and it was okay it just um didn't keep my interest to keep me on it um i'm glad it got picked up for a second season i was uh, i was kind of concerned that it was not going to and i felt like that would really suck to have one of the few african-american-led shows on cw mm-hmm. only get a single season and then uh be gone uh so that it's coming back for season two is great i hope this time slot on monday nights will help it because uh, this is it's in a time slot that was usually reserved for uh some of the dc shows mm-hmm. so that's that's pretty prime real estate that it's getting in on so i'm hoping that means it's going to be a little more successful it's paired on that night with Black Lightning. Uh, another weird choice there. Like, okay, why is that not first? Uh, it could be beneficial. I mean, they've they've both gained their footing at this point because Black Lightning's what third season and yes, All American season two. Uh, Black Lightning going into its third season, uh, another show that was also rescued by CW because Fox passed on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and initially, Black Lightning, like Supergirl, takes place in its own universe. Uh, it's not connected to any of them. But as we've learned, Black Lightning is going to be part of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. So look for it to officially join the universe uh, as a uh, as an ongoing thing after this. I but wondered how long that would take before they would have been. Because you can't I, have, like, you know... One over there that's never part of anything, like Spider Man. Hey, let me in, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they they've got to put all these shows together in the same universe. Uh, no more, no more hopping between universes. Everybody's got to be able to play in the same sandbox. And I'm pretty excited about some of the stuff that's been teased for Black Lightning season three. Uh, we've got uh, old uh, whale in jail. <laughs> And uh, Hoyle. Hoyle. and he's growing out. He's growing out his uh, his uh, albino fro, <laughs> which is which is which is looking really really creepy and making him have this like real Hannibal Lecter vibe thing going <laughs> oh, on. So I am I'm really in for that because I, I love uh, that character. I think that he has 
uh, he has been like the star of the show on Black Lightning for me. Uh, he, he is my absolute favorite of most. Of, I, I think just about my favorite villain this past season. Uh, wow. uh, he he was great. Um, now they're also teasing that they're going to start bringing in uh, some other characters. They haven't named who yet, but the name Outsiders has been thrown around, and that has all sorts of implications for Black Lightning, and if this does finally wind up joining the larger DC universe, we could start bringing in some characters that have been used on Arrow, such as Katana, mm-hmm. and make her part of this outside, like a, a new Outsiders team. Uh, I would absolutely love that. I think that Black Lightning Season 3, given all the implications of Crisis and all the stuff that they've been setting up uh, within their own storytelling, this could be the best season of the show yet. It looks absolutely great so far. Very much looking forward to this one. Later time slot also means it can go a little grittier, so that's, that's a big plus. I uh, admittedly have not kept up with this one past the first season. Um, But when I watched this trailer, I got kind of um, Legion vibes from it. A little bit. A little bit bit of a mindfuck sort of season. Looks interesting. Old Tobias Whale looking a little crazy. A little nuts. Uh, I'm here for it. (laughs) Miranda, have you been watching Black Lightning? I haven't. Jerry and I watched pretty much all of season one, and then I forget what happened um, that we stopped watching. I think I don't think it was. I don't. Remember, I do remember it wasn't on purpose. It was one of those like you gotta cut something somewhere, and you run out of time, and then you're like, oh, I'll get to it later when it's on Netflix, and then you don't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it does look really, really good. I intend to go back and like catch myself back up and and start watching it. Um, there needs to be like a, a technical term for that scenario. Like that sounds cooler than I just didn't have time, or there was other shit that I wanted to watch. Right? Because you're. It makes it sound like oh, you watch, you don't like that show. Yeah. It's not enough for you. And you're like, no, it's not. It's not that it's not good enough for me. Like I really enjoyed it, but like I enjoyed. Uh, there's just enough more that you have to make a decision. And when you're watching, like. A lot, a lot of superhero shows. Right. I did get, I was starting to get, not burnt out on superheroes, but like, just, you know, trying to find their place and, 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 and kind of trying not to reach a burnout. And all of these shows are going to be competing with the Disney Plus stuff that's going to be starting out this fall too. So, uh, like, best of luck to everybody. And we all want to get to all of it. And I guess at least the Disney Plus stuff will be on demand so you can get to it, you know, whenever. That is always a good thing. But it is going to take attention away from some of these shows, I think, especially after the mid-season. I agree. Yeah, that's when they got to start stepping up things, right? It's WWE versus AEW. Yep, that's that's (laughs) starting this week. I know. Uh, Wednesday night, I am ready. I'm ready for some Wednesday night dynamite. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, crazy. Um, Well, on Wednesday night, if you're not watching wrestling... Um, you can watch Riverdale. You skipped see. Tuesday, though. Oh, The Flash, you're right. Or On Tuesday. Tuesday night. What are you doing to well, our Well, it's my birthday, so, you know. I'm that is true. Uh, that is true. Um, so Jenny won't be watching no TV. If you're not celebrating my birthday, then you can watch The Flash on the CW. <laughs> there you go. I'm um, really shocked, though. Why do they only have, why does the CW only have one show that night? Like, what are... There's nothing at the 9 o'clock slot. 
I yep. guess they're trying to spread the wealth around. Make uh, maybe Flash is going to be more appointment television again. That would be nice. It would be nice. Um, I gotta admit that last season, there was some good stuff in there, but there was. I, overall, All I just felt it was a down season. I know it wasn't your favorite. Yeah. All I really, it, really liked it. Uh, all the good stuff involving uh, was the was Reverse Flash. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's that's where the good stuff of the last season was. But man, anything Cicada was just awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> Chris yeah, Klein I liked is it way more than you guys did. Chris Klein is just the worst. <laughs> My God, uh, he uh, he is a personality vacuum. Uh, nobody could could elevate him past anything worthwhile. Uh, but yeah, uh, Flash this coming up season. All I think this is going to be one of those shows that uh, while we know Arrow is ending and it's clearly going to be the one that's most affected by a crisis on Infinite Earths, I think that Flash may end up being just like just as or more. Mm-hmm. Than Arrow, I think that Flash's whole status quo is about to change. Is that good? I feel like that's good. I think it needs a refreshing. Uh, so, like something needs to happen for this show to to get it back to being that kind of show that we all really want to watch. I mean, season one of the Flash is one of the greatest television seasons ever, mm-hmm. and like, and then you know the subsequent seasons after that have all been just. Slight, have been just a little less good and a little less good and a little less good and then we get to this past season and it was like whoa boy um, I mean don't don't get me wrong there was still plenty to like yes. in this last season uh, all the family dynamic stuff was mm-hmm. great I loved uh, Nora with Barry and Iris I thought that was great anytime Joe was on screen was awesome uh, and of course uh uh Sherlock was, uh, <laughs> uh, but I mean that's those are the the key players. These are people uh, outside of Nora. These are people who've been with the show since it started, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes the show great is that core cast. And every time they try to introduce a new villain into things, it doesn't really tend to work. I mean, if they really wanted to make me happy, and I know they. That's something that they desperately care about. They they absolutely have to make me happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would go. They would bring back Captain Cold and all the rest yes. of the rogues and give me a rogues season. Right, those that's the classic Flash villains, and I feel like they've barely gotten any shine on this show. And we've we've been wasting time on other speedster villains. And like some C and D listers that they tried to make into something. Well, okay, we've tried that enough. Give us the classics. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe you that know, is what the show needs. Yeah, um, a, a refresher in good villains would be yeah. nice. What, a, Miranda? I know you were a little bit higher on that last season. I was. Um, I get it. He's not a great actor. He's very stiff. Um, he's not super great. I liked the whole concept. Uh, behind Cicada and like but his pretty much everything he did was like family emotional driven mm-hmm. um, it was a little bit different and then like yes it was revenge but it was like emotionally like I've got to protect this child of mine quote unquote I know it was his niece but you know what I'm saying like 
I don't know, that spoke to me. So I really dug it way more. Because at the same time that he's dealing with that from his, like, air quotes daughter, you know, um, Iris and Perry are dealing with their daughter and all the stuff that goes with this. So I I liked the dynamic of two different family setups and how one can go really bad and one can be good still. Mm -hmm. Um, And just that, like, fighting for your child, fighting for what you think your, you know, your family is. So I really liked it a lot more at first when I realized that um, their daughter was sticking around for the whole season. I was like, oh, but then it grew on me. Like it really grew on me because you and I both said last year, I hope she doesn't stick around the whole time. I hope they introduce her, figure it out. And then like, boom. Yeah. But I don't know. So for the like when she was still there, like episode four or five, I was like, oh, but then like she really like grew on me. And I really I don't know. I really dug her. And I'm sorry, but I don't know that they could have got anybody that was a closer match to to Iris. Like, oh, wow. They could, casting for that was great. Yeah, she's... That young lady she, is like, yeah. Yeah. Like, look-wise, trying to pull off, like, that's our daughter. Like, I would believe that. Yeah, I don't think that um, casting is any of their issues. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, I'm giving a nod to that, like, on hers like that that was really good on their part what about you do you want to see the the rose gallery come back or i'd be okay with that i'm kind of over speedster villains i get that flash is a speedster and i also know from reading flash there was a lot of speedster villains but like there were a lot of other villains too so Mm -hmm. um who was the guy uh in the trailer i know him as mohinder suresh from heroes but who's his character yeah, I would have completely like, spaced on that one. I should have been better prepared. He says his name. I just didn't write he it He does, and my brain just went dead because I, I know who he is. Um, and I actually thought, you know, because I enjoyed his um, his role on Heroes. So I was like, oh, well, I know him to be a good actor. Mm-hmm. So maybe that will, you know, bode well. Yeah, I mean, he could be what they need. We'll see. Um I, the character, when he said his name, it didn't ring any bells with Blood me. Bloodwork. Is that what it is? Dr. Ramsey Rosso, um, a.k.a. Bloodwork. Bloodwork. That's mm-hmm. an interesting name. Oh, wait, I do remember him. Uh, he has he was introduced in Joshua Williamson's Flash run uh, in Rebirth. Oh. So, so he's a relatively new character. Um, we'll be seeing uh, now how they adapt him. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that all works out. I don't think that he's going to necessarily be like the like the villain that everybody wants to concentrate on because, mm-hmm. as we all know, Reverse Flash is back, right? Mm-hmm. And he has got to be the like primary antagonist here. I think that I mean this show is always going to come down to that. It's going to be Barry versus Thawne. Right. And I'm sorry, uh, but Tom Cav- Tom Cavanaugh it can like. He's just amazing, and I don't know what the show would be without Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah, like, Precisely. yeah, yeah. Uh, yep, uh, full, we're in full agreement there. Tom Cavanaugh has such great chemistry with Grant Gustin mm-hmm. and the entire rest of the cast too. But, oh, for sure. Uh, I love him as any version of Wells that they can give me, mm-hmm. but I really, really like him as Reverse Flash. I love him as Thawne, and. Anytime he's playing that, it's like, man, he's just he's just magnetic. Like you just want to hang on everything he's doing and say, 
give give me more of that. The more the more thawing I get, the better. It's like you know he's bad, you know he's evil, and you know that like they need to take him down. But at the same time, like you want you you love him and you you want to hate him, but you don't entirely hate him. You need more of him. It's like a fine line you dance there. He's very it's compelling. Like, he is. It's like you can't tell if he legit cares about somebody or if it's all just manipulation. Yeah. Right. And so when he did actually care about someone, everybody was like, no, which it was partly manipulation. But when he did genuinely care about someone, I think it shocked everybody. And, you know, the Flash usually does that thing where they have, like, the beginning bad and the first half of the season or whatever. And then, you know, it'll lead to some speedster villain towards the back half. So right. maybe they'll start with blood work. And then- as long as they don't give me that creepy-ass bendy thing that made me want to vomit. No, and- that thing was cool as hell. That was one of the highlights yeah, for me. Dude, it was cool, but it also made me think of, like, every story they tell on Real Life Ghost Stories podcast. Yes. Like, they told a story the other day where I was like, oh, my God, that's so creepy. Oh, nope, that's, nope. I'm out. I'm out. Like, that's what I pictured when they read the story. I was like, I'm out. I think that was my favorite uh, episode. Last I week. love uh, I love Ragdoll as a character, mm-hmm. and I really want this CW version to start being more like the Gail Simone version of Ragdoll from Secret Six. Where he's like saying just saying the most outlandish and creepy things. He was pretty uh, just, creepy for me, he, at least. Yeah, he had the creepy look, but he was also very like stock villain in the way he was written. So that was that was a bit disappointing to me. But whenever I'm like, okay, you could develop him to be so much more than this. Read some Gail Simone Secret Six, and you will see that he's really funny and super like imagine Hannibal Lecter but like not sophisticated hmm. I'll have Just, to find that because I don't remember that uh, Secret Six by Gail Simone and Dale Eaglesham it's wonderful I am going to the Amazon app right now <laughs> <laughs> alright now we can go to Wednesday night where there you go Either gonna watch wrestling or you're gonna watch Riverdale. Or you're gonna watch it all. <laughs> so I'll give Miranda you two guesses what I'm doing. <laughs> Miranda, I haven't had a Riverdale update in a minute. Um I watched the trailer, it looked like more of the same. Although these these teenagers that are supposedly starting their senior year and they're toasting each other with like champagne, I'm like what are you doing? Like can you not just be a teenager? I know you're 47 years old, but... Well, you're not 47, but okay. I'm mean, with you. Like, I'm never sure why, like... We were talking about that the other day, Taylor and I, the whole, like, sexualized teens, like, how it's really creepy. But, like, in your brain, you know they're, like, in their 20s, but you're, like, on screen, they're playing, like, a 17-year-old, and you're like, ah! I mean, what, I mean, what teenagers, like, toasting their... To, to their friends, I don't know, with champagne, that just seems totally... I don't know, the only time as a teenager I ever toasted with champagne is there was this um, lady, one of the moms always threw this, like, extravagant um, party. She'd do it after homecoming, and then she would do it after, um, yeah, that giant prom. She would do it after prom, and it was, like, only kids from our class and our date. So it was, like, maybe... 40, 50 of us, and, like, she always made mimosas and stuff, and so, like, that was the only thing, 
And it was, like, funny. Like, that's the only alcohol she'd allow us to have. We'd, like, have this little brunch thing that she would do. We'd have mimosas. And then we'd be like, peace. And we'd go, like, actually drink at a park <laughs> somewhere. But so, like, even that was weird to me. Um, I think it is because they're supposed to be more of, like, a little more upscale, like, more bigger money area, maybe. I don't know. I thought Archie was kind of, you know, supposed to be... Um, kind of broke. Well, he is, right, but yeah. not everybody else is. I mean, look at these houses they live in. Yeah. Can you tell me his dad ain't got no money? <laughs> I'm just saying. So you're still in with Riverdale. I'm still in. Okay. I'm still here. There's more of the same. More murdering. More gang. Mm-hmm. Biker gang. More KJ Apa with no shirt on. Mm. I'm a, I'm a here for that though. Like, once I look, here's what I do, though. Anytime there's a, like, teen, air quotes, like, teen movie or show like this, I look up the age of the star. And if they're old enough for me to be ogling half naked, then I'm cool with it. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm a little skewed out right now. That's a step further than I usually go, but. No, I have to know. I'm like, how old is this person? And usually when I go to Google it, that somebody else has already done it enough that Google's like, what you mean? And I'm like, that's exactly what I wanted to know. All the other pervs already asked Google right. about it. Everybody else done asked, so at least I'm not like, alone here. Um, believe it or not, this is my one of my grandmother's and my brother's favorite show. Wow. Like, it's very popular. My, my sweet, adorable, redneck brother loves Riverdale. <laughs> Probably because the, the hot chicks. I don't know. He says all of it together. He's like, it's just kind of, he's like, yeah, it's kind of cheesy and campy. He's like, but there's a little bit of murder. There's a little bit of like drama. There's a little bit of, he's like hot people. He's like, it's a little bit of everything. I'm like, all right. Okay. I buy that. I'm here for that. Yes. I'm still there. If you're still there too, like tweet at me, like let's be this together while everybody else is like Riverdale. (laughs) That's what they all think. Um, But it is more the same. I mean, it's, it's what you kind of expect, though. Like, seriously. Well, I'm so. curious what you think about the next show after Riverdale. It's a new one, and it's called Nancy Drew. I am here. I am at the table. Can I cosplay as Nancy Drew? Like, I need this. I needed it before. Yeah. Let's do this. I love the idea. Um, I yeah. was obsessed with Nancy Drew when I was little. And Same. read a ton of the books, but they've aged her up a bit. They have. Um, which is not which a horrible was, idea. And they haven't, like, aged her up too much because if you remember in the books that you and I read, like the old, old ones, she's supposed to be, like, 15, 16, 17 throughout these. Mm-hmm. And then they did a new version of them. Like, they rebooted the books. Caden and I had read almost all of them together. In those, she's, like, 15, 16. So, mm-hmm. she's. She's an older teen in the books. Um, and in this, from my understanding, she's probably like 19, 20. Yeah, I was getting it's, like young 20s. Yeah, um, because she apparently was a really brilliant teen detective. So she did that. It was covered. Um, and she was supposed to be really good at solving these in her hometown. Um, and then her mother passes and kind of derails her college plans. So that right there tells you that, like, on the low end, she's probably 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's kind of sworn off crime fighting. Uh, and she's kind of crossing off the days until she can reapply to college. Because, you know, you have to wait so long a lot of times. And then, 
of course, we know there's going to be a murder. Like, if you turn on this and it's like, oh, there's a murder already. Like, duh. Mm-hmm. Um, it's some socialite that gets murdered, and Nancy ends up finding herself as the suspect, along with a, a group of other teens uh, that are friends and not friends of hers. One is, like, her secret boyfriend. Um, one is, like, what they're referring to as the burnout ace. And I was like, um, okay. Um, there's a rich girl with a mysterious past. Go figure. But they all kind of team up, and she starts sleuthing again, because I think in one of the trailers, it's like, one of us had to be the one that did it, and she knows that she didn't do it, so she wants to figure out who did it, to clear her name, clear everybody else's name, and ultimately, probably to try to get out of this town, but I'm guessing she's probably not, because then there wouldn't be a season two, and if it does well, I hope there's a season two, so... Unless season two is her going to college and then she's sleuthing there like Veronica Mars. <laughs> I like how you use the term sleuthing. Sleuthing. <laughs> I believe that is a t- correct term. It is. I just term. never heard it like. She's sleuthing. Just casually. It's better than me saying myrtleating, which is not a correct term, but I will use it till the day I die. Russell, Hopefully I don't get myrtleated. Miranda's going sleuthing to find out who did the myrtleating. <laughs> I like it. Russell knows me well. Uh-huh. I love shit like this, though. I love um, mystery. Um, I kind of do enjoy a lot of the teenage dramas that still come on CW. And and not really so much other channels, but um, I do tend to watch a lot of the ones on CW. And it's not... I don't really think it's so much that I can relate at this stage in my uh, life. I just kind of like them. They're usually a little campy, usually a little cheesy, usually way dramatic, you know? <laughs> Things happen that yeah. you're like, oh, that was funny. See, Wonder how that would have played out in my high school. I was hoping, I'm hoping that it'll be a little less Riverdale and a little more Sabrina from Netflix. I'm hoping it's a mix of the two, to be honest, because I like the darker side that we get from Sabrina. Mm-hmm. I adore that show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking because it is CW and they are placing it on the same night as Riverdale, you are going to get some Riverdale vibes. Like, yeah, it's going to happen. Russell, are you going to watch Nancy Drew? Nah. Nah. Right. Nah. 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 It's, uh, I did watch the trailer for that one today. Uh, and I was like, okay, the, the idea of the, the murder mystery show that's, is like a darker, edgier version of Veronica Mars. I can, uh, I can get on board with that. That, that seems fine. Uh, I don't think you necessarily had to call this Nancy Drew. I, I, I feel like this was, a maybe started life as a different idea and then it got folded into existing IP and that sort of thing happens all the time but as a as a concept I think this could work uh, could wind up being really good certainly more so than Riverdale but what do I know that show clearly found an audience mm-hmm. uh, so uh, much like how I said, Gotham was a, a train wreck and was never going to make it. Don't listen to me. That show went for five <laughs> seasons. Riverdale's coming back and for its third. Awesome. So, well, <laughs> well. Well, that last season was debatable. Uh, but. <laughs> she said it. How about it? I did. I did. I'm still throwing up the hashtag Gotham sucks. It. Yeah. It still it still does it did from beginning to end but but people watched it it survived for a long time Riverdale is probably going to be the same Nancy Drew eh, maybe maybe it makes it yeah uh, I'm not digging on the supernatural side that they're adding into the show that 
that that's about where the trailer started to lose me because I was like, okay, I'm kind of digging the the murder mystery vibe here. I feel like it, that fits Nancy Drew certainly more so than it fits Riverdale and Archie show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm with you. And then suddenly this like uh, the creepy ghost girl f- who came out in the TV in the ring appears behind her, and I'm like, okay. What are we yeah, doing? But if you're going to make Supernatural right off into the sky, which I'm not happy about, you can give me Supernatural somewhere else, and I'm okay with that. That's a good segue. It is. I'm good at segues sometimes. I really, really am. Well, let's segue our asses right into October 10th. Which is full of Supernatural on the CW. Yes, it is. The whole the- night I've seen that of Supernatural. In the <clears throat> final season of Supernatural. Final season. In this you know, we've said for years that we were kind of wondering when this would come, and here it is. And the trailer the trailer gave nothing, really, for us, except for it looks like a lot of their old favorites are going to be back, which is... That trailer pissed me the hell off, is yeah. what it did. Um, okay. Sorry, rant over. Well, probably not, but... So, um, Miranda, your thoughts on the final season? Do you want me to cry some more? Like You could cry. Oh God, sure. I have a huge attachment to the show. I mean, I have been watching this show as long as I've been married. Like, I'm not even... That's no mm-hmm. joke. Um, this show came out in 2005. I got married in 2005. Like, this show has been with me through a lot of shit. Like, a lot. It was my happy place. It was my go-to. It's been my... Like, as much as it derailed sometimes, and there were some seasons that I was like, this is how you make this go away. Why did you just do this? Um... It's been it's been my you know we've talked before about the thing you rewatch and the thing you watch when you're having a crap day. Uh, Supernatural has always been that with me. Uh, Supernatural brought me super super close to Laramie, um, mm-hmm. and we had that huge tie. So as cheesy it is for some people to be like, oh my god, she's crying over a show ending. But this this has been a chunk of my life that has it tied into my real life, my everyday life in a lot of ways. And so it's, it's sad to see something that that has that much of an intricate fit webs into your life the way it does, um, to go away. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I, I definitely I don't understand know. that. Yeah, I do. I, and you know, I'm just teasing you. I'm not, you Oh know, no, no, I know that. I know how I know it that. is, but you know, and I, I just think the longevity of the show is, is fucking amazing. Like, I don't think anybody really is. thought that this would go for as long as it has and um, become what it became to so many people. Because I know a lot of people feel like you do about that show. And um, I just hope that they can wrap it up, you know, really well for the fans. And I, if there's one thing Supernatural does, is fan service. So it is. I, I don't different. have any doubt whatsoever that they will leave it mm. like they should for you guys. And what do you think, Russell? Hey. No? What season did you stop at? Because I, I know you were like, not, yeah, I think I'm done. I, I Seinfeld gift out, uh, not this past season that just ended, but the one before it. it when uh, they introduced Mary, you were like, and I'm done. When I introduced her, but uh, back. you're like, yeah, I'm over that. But now when they had her through the whole season, I, I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God. By the time they got to the end and Dean was possessed by alternate universe Michael, I just... <laughs> That was about where I Seinfeld get. I was like, "Well, this show is uh, 
is now done. I think I'm done. I think I can't do this Does anymore. Does it, it sound really bad that I was even more attracted to him? I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> uh, you killed Crowley, so he's off now the show. Now, that was, that's, uh, that's. Uh, you possess Dean uh, with this alternate take on Michael, who is uh, basically bland as cardboard. So you're going to have, you're going to basically hobble Jensen Ackles, who is the now main draw of this show for me. Now that Crowley's gone, and you're going to saddle me with Castiel and Sam together, the two most uninteresting characters on the show, and I just I couldn't do it. Uh, And I mean Castiel, I can get on board with because he's funny sometimes, and it's because he's that fish out of water thing. But playing him off Sam, who is basically milk toast boring uh that that doesn't that doesn't work uh, so i was I, I was pretty much done with the show but you know supernatural has this uncanny ability to pull you back in yep that is and true. make and make you like i look at i look at supernatural like i look at uh a relationship that's gone on for too long probably about 5 or 6 years too long where, where you you get moments where you're reminded why you fell in love with this in the first place, mm-hmm. and and you stick with it for a little while. For me, that was uh, the entire um, Amara season. It was uh, a good season. Yeah, like I was, I was like, okay, after some downtime here, some some rough patches, I'm back. I'm I feel fully reinvested in the show. I was like, oh, all right, we're back to supernatural firing on all cylinders. And then it went right on off the rails there at the end. <laughs> uh, and, and that's the thing. That's the thing about, uh, about supernatural and uh, relationships that have gone on well past their expiration date. It reminds you why you love this. Sh- it reminds you why you love this person or this show for a little while. But then, things ultimately wind up right back there where they were because this thing that you love cannot help itself and will fall back into bad habits. Uh, but maybe with this final season, it will be that, that final moment where everyone realizes this is time. It's time to, to call this, but let's go out on a good note. Let's maybe wrap all this up Everybody come back, like everybody that you can get back uh, from the show, all the big key players have one last hurrah, and finally Sam and Dean get to ride off into the sunset, roll credits, and we're done. I don't know how much riding off into the sunset there is. Yeah, I highly doubt that. (laughs) Yeah, that's Um, why I I feel like. pretty much brought back everybody. Everybody. Everybody they killed, like, so all the baddies, all the good people, like, Everybody, except for Mary. Mary's like, well, I don't know. There's something fishy with that because she's supposed to be, supposedly she's in heaven with John and she's happy and she wants the boys to know she's happy. But they keep refusing to let Castiel see that she's happy. He's told the guys that, like, I saw her and she's happy and she's good and she's with John. But uh, I think he was only told that. I don't think he actually saw her. Uh, if they If they leave it at that, 
I'm fine with it. You just saved me the trouble of actually watching the uh, <laughs> previous season to catch up. I feel good now. I can jump into this final season and be like, okay, let's roll. Let's just do this thing. And I'll, if I need a refresher on something, I'll just do the Wikipedia article. He may but, uh, because of the stuff with Jack. Um, I know he's that he died and then came back. That was a thing this past season? Yeah, but... Isn't that every character that has ever been on that show? Well, Pretty see, much. Jack yeah. is the uh, offspring of uh, Lucifer. Yeah. So, and a human woman. Okay. So, but he's but he's good? Okay. Uh, yeah, so... Probably some daddy issues there. Um. Well, that's the thing, is Castiel has basically become his dad. Oh, well. And he treats Castiel like a dad and and the, you know, the guys are his brothers and so it's a weird thing. Mm. This show very much has always been, you know, they always say family, family. And mm. I think some people are like, "Oh, please spare me." But I like eat that shit up. Um and it's still to this like even the even at the final moment of last season making the decision for um the outcome and taking it where it is it's it is it's all about family to them who they consider family and um that it's not necessarily blood that's family kind of ordeal so russell you know, uh, you're gonna watch the last season you know i don't know if i'll have time to actually work it into the larger schedule mm-hmm. but i i might try to but I'll, I'll certainly do the uh the netflix thing for it uh <coughs> You know, if if that's even going to be a thing, it might not uh, actually because uh, Netflix is losing the CW contract. I was wondering and, how that was going to work because yeah, it has been where the like the day after it ended, it was all on Netflix. Um, yep. But with them losing the contract, that's, you know, it probably actually probably not going to happen now. Uh, Netflix is going to lose all of the CW shows because uh, they're all headed to HBO Max. Uh, and uh, one assumes that Supernatural is going to be among them. Hmm. But um, but I intend to uh, be a subscriber to HBO Max, so that really won't be much of a worry. I'll find a way to watch the final season at some point because I, I really would like to see how it ends. Mm-hmm. HBO Max, HBO Go, HBO Now. There's so many options now. Like I'm really um, in the next year. That'll have to be like a whole episode, I think, that we should discuss. Like, so too. All the various streaming services and how we think this is going to play out. All like, right. seriously. Um, on that same night, is anybody watching Legacies? I uh, still am. Um, I won't go uh, too in-depth, but I will say it's a great tie of... Va- so, basically, what it ties together is Vampire Diaries. And um, my brain has just went, boo! The... It actually was like a offspring of Vampire Diaries, where it was like just more about Klaus and, and all of them down oh, in yeah, New yeah, Orleans. Yeah. Um, so it's a good tie of the both of them. Um, it's like the kids of all these different people. Um, not all of them, and some of them are only like it's the descendants of and the kids of, and they're all in this school together, ran by Alaric, um, who was from Vampire. He was the human from Vampire Diaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. Uh, it is, I mean, they're all, like, teenage, so it's, like, supernatural, I don't know, it's better than Riverdale, so I'd hate to be, but it is, it's along the lines, like, uh, the same. It's a low bar to clear. 
<laughs> it's the same like um, vibe that you would have got if you watched um, Vampire Diaries or you know the originals. It's you know, it's very much from those. Russell, you watch Legacies, right? I'll be honest. I don't even know what this show is. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, I've I've never seen an episode of it. Uh, I guess it's a, a Vampire Diaries thing. So I've, I've also never I've never watched that show either. So I couldn't tell you. Uh, but this show, uh, what is this? It's second season coming it up. Is. Uh, okay, uh, I guess the Vampire Diaries crowd uh just moved right on over to legacies mm-hmm. uh built-in fan base so uh, yeah sh- yeah sure why not uh keep it going if it if it's working and it's getting the you know the ratings that cw is satisfied with and the fans still like it eh, why not uh i'm not gonna watch it but that's because i clearly am not the intended audience for this show mm-hmm. <laughs> they're not for everybody not every show is for everybody that's true uh this Riverdale, Nancy Drew. These are shows for other people. These are not shows for me. Fair enough. Um, on the Friday night, October 11th, um, if you're not watching SmackDown, you can watch Charmed on the CW. You can. Miranda, you did you, you're like my go-to with these shows because hey. did you watch the first season? I did watch the first season. Um, the first couple episodes, I was... Unsure and hesitant just because um, the original Charmed was what I had in my head. And I loved the original so much that I was like, stop trying to do this. But you have to look at them as separate entities. And if you do that, then it's really good. Um, Now, I will disagree with my cousin. Uh, My cousin is the one that I've told you guys I used to watch Charmed, the original Charmed, and Buffy Mm -hmm. and and Angel and all that with. So my cousin has come to me and said that she likes this Charmed better than she likes the original. That it's amazing and everybody needs to watch it. I don't entirely agree with her, but I have found out a lot of people feel that way. I do think it grew in a, um, that CW knew what they were doing because the the new audience that they brought with Riverdale and um, the new audience that they picked up that maybe they weren't Vampire Diaries before because of their age, but now they're really into legacies. Mm -hmm. They seem to really like Charmed. So I think they just grabbed a new audience. And then there were also a lot of older ones that, like, we were fans of the original. So we were like, okay, sure, we'll check it out. Um, I probably won't watch it, like, live, recorded every week, but it's one that I have intentions of watching season two. I think they did a good job. Um, They made some changes, obviously. It's not, like, super online with the uh, the original but hmm. i think that's was needed that was the whole point of, of rebooting it any interest in charmed russell you know i was actually interested in the first season it was just another one of those that i didn't get around to watching because uh i think you will remember from the last time i was on i thought this had a great trailer mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. i thought charm season one actually really looked good and then the uh the previews for other, like other episodes that I saw throughout the season, it looked like it would be, you know, for lack of a better word, charming. <laughs> it, 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 it seemed like a show that I could get on board with that I might uh, get some uh, measure of enjoyment out of. Uh, just couldn't work it in with the rest of my stories. <laughs> 
I love that uh, you guys call these stories. Every time I'm like, <laughs> who wants to watch stuff on CW? And they're or like, who's what's what are you prepared for? And they're like, my CW stories. I'm like, that is it's our story. It's our stories. And I wonder if that's just a southern thing, or you know, do people no, the people Yankees Todd know what we're talking did it about? Too. Yeah, Todd did do it too. Okay, never mind then. It's uh, it's old ladies watching soap operas. That's yeah. what we are. That, uh, and honestly, that's that's what these are is like adult soap operas. Like, uh, sure. well, yes, yes. yeah, like comic or books. like midlife. Let me rephrase that: midlife adult soap operas. Uh, so let, let's just be honest: that's comic so books, hot. wrestling, and all these shows are soap operas. Yep. Uh, oh, and yeah, and they always have been. They always will be. Mm-hmm. So we just we watch them. We love them. Uh, and Char- this Charmed remake, it looks like it'd be all right. I should definitely watch uh, season one at some point. Uh, you know, I-, I like the way it looks. So, you know, I'm glad to see that it got renewed for a, a second season. Again, another like diverse cast-led uh, show, something that I feel like the CW needs a little bit more of. little concerned about the Friday night time slot. Uh, mm-hmm. Friday at 8... Uh, I guess it would be 8, 7 Central. That's kind of a death slot for a lot of shows. Actually, on Friday night last year. Uh, I'm not sure if it was or not. I thought it was moved to Friday. No, maybe it was on Sunday night. It was either on Sunday or Friday. It was on yes. a, one of those, like, eh, M- night. Must have, must have been a weekend time, but it wasn't. Uh, it was not Friday night. Uh, but the the Friday slot here is definitely a new one for it. That feels like maybe CW doesn't have a ton of confidence in it, but I do hope that it you know, does get some ratings, though it is going to be going up against uh, SmackDown on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of luck to you, Charmed, because uh, SmackDown is probably going to wind up being really, really great yep. uh, in the Fox era, and I think that's going to be... You might think that there's not as like not much crossover audience in those two shows, but eh, you might be surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, as I was going to say, I'm not surprised with the crossover that there is, but I think there's enough of people that have no interest in WWE that will watch Charm that'll keep that slot okay, that it would make it okay. I, I was just thinking that most of those folks might be out on a Friday night and they might not be in front yeah. of their television. So. Not at not at seven or seven eight. That's too early to be doing stuff. Well, they they want to go out later. It's just that, like during football season for high school, like right. that's. Um, so let's yeah, not lie. Right. Like a lot of them are going to be in high school and college, and yeah. football night is Friday. Friday night lights in the southern part of the world here. So yeah, you know? that, that's that is a real thing. Charm is going to have to have a charm is going to have a lot of competition both on TV and off of it. Uh, in the so DVR world, though. Yeah, I mean, set those DVRs, and, of course, the CW app has you covered because uh, you can just go the next day and watch on, on that for free. All right, moving along. Um, that same night, I don't know that any of us watched this, but it's another reboot called Dynasty. I'm, That's I'm still not, a thing? It's yeah. still a thing, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> you Okay, so this is where you draw the line. I draw the line at okay. Dynasty. All right. Even my grandmother, even, even Miranda has a breaking fan. point. <laughs> Miranda has a breaking point. And my grandma, who was like a hardcore fan of the original Dynasty, she's like, I tried it. No, nah, thanks. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's talk about something we do want to talk about then. Um, sadly, on sadly. October 15th, which is a Tuesday, <laughs> we will 
start the final season of Arrow, um, the OG of the Arrowverse, yep. and the trailer is fucking amazing. Um, kind of OG for the whole revampment of yeah. what CW currently is, yeah. with the exception of Supernatural, because it's been here for forever, but like it is kind of... You know, every so often, CW kind of revamps itself, and Arrow was the start of that revampment. Um, so that's kind of sad. It, it's so funny, because I have such conflicting emotions about it being the ending. I think that it's probably good. You know, I think eight seasons is, is a good number. And there's they they're not leaving much on the table, right? Like... They're setting a nice table for Mia and whatever going forward, but, and I think the crossover is going to be, like, really amazing in, like, kind of rehabbing a little bit of the show, but I think that Stephen Amell is probably um, done what he wants to do with that, which is fair, you know, and he's done he amazing to do job. Some more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm sad, but also happy that the show has had the run that it's had. And I look forward to them just going balls to the wall on the last season. Um, with Are with you concerned everything. that it's not a full 20, like it's only like a 10 episode run? Are you concerned? Actually, I think that's probably in its favor because some of those... Some of those middle episodes during a long ass season are where I would lose interest at least. Yeah, they feel like fat that she can cut away. So I feel like this is better. I feel like okay. I feel like this um, makes them tell their story in a, in a hopefully a more streamlined and maybe fast paced way. What do you think, Russell? That's a- this is how you should go out. You should go out on your own terms mm-hmm. without overstaying your welcome, Supernatural. Hi. And, and without like, really burning the fans too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Arrow had its ups and downs, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it had a season or two in there that uh, that weren't so good. But for the most part, it it's been it's been home for all of us. Mm-hmm. It's been that that's our north star. That's the show that guides us uh, kind of through all of these waters. It is it is a show that certainly like uh, reignited uh, a, a deeper fandom in a lot of our uh, internal group. Mm-hmm. So Stephen Amell deserves a lot of credit. For that, he has been this show's, you know, star, biggest champions, such such a good dude, and it uh, it does feel like though he he's reached his his limit. He's he's kind of come to the the end here and wants to just walk away from the show now before he's so burned out on it that it's it's just a slog, you know, just not not fun at all anymore, and. I think that also leaves the door open for him to to maybe come back to it someday. Yep. Uh, if if he really wanted to, and there's, I mean, 
it's comics TV, and anybody who knows anything, even if he appears to die on on this show, mm-hmm. there there are ways. There are oh, always sure. there are always ways. Don't don't ever think that he's gone for good. Nobody ever really dies. Uh, so now we can really like drill down into what Arrow is really responsible for, and it is this this massive storytelling thing that I never thought that I would see in live action. We wanted a DC universe in the movies so bad that, you know, we, we just accepted just about anything that they, they gave to us Mm -hmm. and it, some of it worked. Most of it didn't, but then you look over on television and DC is just kind of killing it. Yep. Uh, the CWDC, you know, the C, uh, the DCW, as uh, Todd and I have come to call it, uh, it is, it's given us a a form of the DC universe on screen that is right up there for my money, right up there with the uh, the Tim universe, the Tim animated universe. It's so good. It is so intricate and so well uh, woven that. Uh, you know, everything just plays off of each other so well. Uh, and this final crossover, I figure, what better note for Arrow to go out on than what's got to be the biggest crossover ever attempted in anything mm-hmm. uh, with Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, what a way to go. Uh, Ollie is, I think it's pretty clear Oliver is going to be playing the role of the uh, the Earth Two Superman and uh, uh, Felicity, who is not going to be on the final season, so far as we know, uh, she's already uh, gone off. At least we saw her at the end of this past season, being taken by the Monitor to go meet her supposedly dead husband. But I think that was that was their way of saying no. He appears to die, but what really happens is. Like in the comic book story, the Monitor creates a pocket universe Mm -hmm. for Oliver and Felicity to go live happily ever after. To go have their dream world away from all the insanity. No more of that. They reset the world and leave it to to other people and allow them to, to have their time. But this is basically saying Oliver and Felicity have earned a uh a much needed rest and respite from all the uh, from all the ugliness that has been around in their lives. With this final season, though, they got to bring back everybody. Everybody. I mean, I want Manal Bennett back as Deathstroke. Uh, that's that's my number one wish list item for the final season of Arrow. Need me some Tommy uh, Merlin. I need Tommy He's Merlin. Supposed to be. Yeah, he I saw is in that trailer. Uh, don't say that so loud. The sniffing will be unbearable. Uh, now, I'm going to cry on this one too. See, you just won't let me cry this year. I mean, the the Nick Duke sniffing will <laughs> will will reach new levels, especially if Tommy Merlin does what we all really want him to do, and that's suit up uh, like his dad yes, and be, and yep. be. The new Merlin, the the Tommy Merlin that all of us thought he was going to be when he was introduced uh, in Arrow season one. Now we get that; that'd be awesome. Would love to see that happen. Don't think it will, but I'd love it. Uh, there's 
a, a few other little like wish list items I want to see Oliver take on uh, uh, Prometheus again. I think that would be Ooh, yeah. that would be pretty badass. Uh, want to see all the you know basically all the a lot of the villain characters that we've seen up to now with uh, with a few exceptions. You know, uh, like all the all the best villains, all the who's who's a uh, a long trip down memory lane all culminating in this massive like world like universe hopping uh crossover that will be uh the crisis on infinite earths and of course we're uh we're going to get into the the really fun stuff of crisis when we start seeing some of the uh, familiar the, the old dc shows being brought back like we're going to see uh, John Wesley Shipp is going to suit back up as Flash uh, in his old uh, 1990 duds, the mm-hmm. <laughs> the Russian underwater welding suit. <laughs> the, yeah, okay, that's the thing. That's a real thing from the 1990 show. Uh, we're uh, we're getting a few other in there, but most notably being uh, Tom Welling and Erica Durantz from Smallville coming back to reprise their roles as Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Isn't that, that amazing? That uh, that is that is just magical. That that is that is beyond our wildest dreams of of awesomeness. Uh, and not to mention that Brandon Routh is going to get to suit back up as Superman. Uh, uh, I, th- I think they're just doing everything. They're just like it's like a orgy of like yeah. nerddom, right? It's just I, like let's just it. do it all. I mean, why the fuck like, not? Man. Like they they stroked us all in the right way oh, when they yeah. said that they were also going to get Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, for like a couple of generations worth of kids from Batman the animated series, is going to be in this show playing Bruce Wayne. Uh, what the fuck, man? <laughs> playing an older version of Bruce Wayne. Uh, I'm guessing from the same Earth that Brandon Routh's Superman is going to come from. Oh, gotcha. Uh, what happened is somebody was like, I bet you can't make everybody happy. And they went, hold my beer, mm-hmm. watch this. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, they can. That's the, the most uh, uneloquent uh, way to put it, but it's no, true. No, you're right. The only, the only negative I have about any of it, the only sad part is that uh, Michael Rosenbaum turned down coming back as Lex Luthor. That is a bummer. Uh, Why would he do uh, that? Uh, the way he put it was they wanted him to come back, but they would not tell him what his role was really going to be, like how much of a role he had to play. Uh, he did not, they didn't give him a script. They said that uh, they didn't have one to give him, and they wanted him to do it for basically next to nothing. Uh, so hmm. It sounds like a whole he, bunch of uh, when they asked Beyonce to uh, try out to be princess tiana and princess and the frog and she's like do you know who i am i don't need a tryout it's like rosenbaum was like excuse me what yeah i if that's really how it went down i can't blame rosenbaum for for turning that down because it it doesn't sound like it was presented in a very good way uh and and definitely does not make the cw or warner brothers television look very good Uh, but it also kind of sounds like bullshit because look who all they've got that's come back to play, you know, from John Wesley Ship to fucking Tom Welling. 
I mean, and you only got so the, much money to bring everybody back. So the, <laughs> like, the biggest, the biggest get there definitely is Welling because just about everybody else has already been involved with the yeah, Arrowverse yeah. in some measure. So them coming like Erica Durant has already been on Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've already had John and Wesley Ship in like a couple of different on like three different roles on uh, on Flash. Right. So they have a history of seemingly treating you know their people well so that's why that story kind of sticks out to me like that doesn't really make sense it would not be that surprising if they were trying to play that one close to the vest and say oh they pull a last minute swerve and say nope got you psych he is in it and we were just trying to to keep that all under wraps see now Uh, that's more believable to me uh, and there's, I mean, we, I don't think we know everybody that's coming back I don't think yet. We do either. I think I, that's kind of exciting though, is to not know everybody. Like while I'm super excited about the, um, like earlier I was alluding to like Brandon Routh and his suit, like while I'm really excited that they showed us that and they told us that at the same time, I don't think I want to know everybody. I want to be like watching this and cause it is only 10 episodes be like on episode like seven and maybe like, <laughs> because somebody just like really I didn't expect to see just kind of catches me off guard and I get super excited or something, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm really looking forward to like the surprises of it. I, I want them like, uh, I believe it was Mark Guggenheim on Twitter was, uh, was asked like if there was any more news coming out, if there was going to be any more surprises uh, left in the show. And the way he put it was if he had it his way, there wouldn't be any more news until the, the crossover actually airs like he wants everything to be quiet Mm -hmm. but he does not you know get to have his way necessarily he doesn't have his absolute druthers on this one so he'll just we'll have to wait and see what all comes up but uh but i do think that there's there are going to be at least a couple more really big like jaw droppers in there somewhere uh what like who and what it may be is anybody's guess uh they've been teasing us with green lantern since this whole thing kicked off so by god show me a green lantern (laughs) come on Uh, guys i've been saying it for years the jensen ackles would make an amazing green lantern he's not going to be busy anymore come on Uh, he's i want to see jensen ackles uh move on over to the the dcw uh now that Supernatural's over, he got it, time. It, well, he is filming Supernatural now, so he'd have to pull at least a little double duty. Well, um, they're almost done. I mean, at this point, would, they're like, you know, a good chunk yeah, of the like, season. Like, it would be it would be cool to get him in this in the DCW somewhere. I would love it if he was playing Hal Jordan uh, or Guy Gardner. Uh, either either one of those would uh, would work for me. Uh, I'm not sure if I have any like really bold predictions for who I think might show up. Uh, but I mean, the the craziest one would be maybe like a a, a wild guest appearance from Gene Hackman or something. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that might not be possible. I don't know. Uh, but I could. I I do think they're going to shock us with something. Some big to do is going to happen. Uh, and I got my fingers crossed personally for them to like uh, backdoor pilot a uh, a secret Superman show or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, I'd be okay with that. Uh, I think Tyler Hecklin can more than carry a Superman show. Yeah, uh, and That's I would, for 
I would love to see him as a more like permanent uh, recurring character in their uh, their universe. But uh, but that's just me. But so that we'll, would be a good time up for it. You know, it wasn't they needed to let Supergirl get its footing, um, kind of like not bringing a Superman into the show until like a couple of seasons. So I think it would be okay now, though. No. Uh, uh, and with the uh, the departure of Brandon Routh, uh, where stab me in the gut. Yeah, it's it's kind of I'm kind of wondering like what's going to happen now with this uh, with Legends of Tomorrow. I know that we're getting Ryan Choi in as the new Adam, so uh, the, those are some big shoes to fill. I hope the I hope the kid that's coming in is really good. Did you what, did you guys see a trailer for that, or do they not have one yet? No trailers for okay. Legends yet. Um, and then you know it was announced, and it ha- it does happen where just because they've announced that there's a spinoff doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean they did that to Supernatural, um, but there's supposed to be a spinoff of Arrow. Uh, yeah, no so. trailer for that yet, but uh, they're developing this Birds right. of Prey esque show. Yeah. Uh, and hey, I'm for it. Give me more Mia Smoke. She was awesome. I really I like, like Mia. her. Yeah, she's just a enough cocky, good mix of um, Felicity and mm-hmm. um, Oliver that it's like perfect. Um, so yeah, if it goes, I mean, we've seen it happen before where they're like, "We're going to do this. Here's the people we're going to put in it. With more details later." And then it comes to the table where like everybody was for it, and then they were like, "Eh, no." Nah. So. I don't want to get too excited about that yet. Um, no trailer for Legends, which is considered a mid-season, which you said earlier, Jenny, you kind of feel like, and, and you're probably right, that maybe it'll go on um, in that Tuesday slot, which I just realized something. So Flash comes on, on at 8, but the week late in the next week it's Arrow. So it is Flash Arrow back-to-back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm seeing that now. I yeah. don't know why I wasn't seeing that before. So most likely... Heroes only ten seasons. Uh, Legends is a mid season, so you're probably it'll probably be Tuesday night Flash and then Legends. That makes sense. Uh, and it's it's going to be frustrating for people this year the mid season finale because uh, the crossover won't be over there. Yeah, when is gonna... the crossover? What are the dates? I haven't uh, seen dates. Have you? Uh, I'm not sure of the dates, but I know that it. Uh, the mid-season finales for each of the shows is, like, they're part of the crossover. Ah, okay. So, uh, once you get into, like, those episodes, it's going to stop at mid-season, and then whenever the shows come back, you're going to have, like, I think it's, like, the first five episodes are at mid-season, and then the next five of, uh, you know, the ending is going to be... Once we're back in January. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, there are also, believe it or not, did you guys know that as far as new shows on CW this year, there are actually only three? Yeah, I was looking, uh, thinking that it was kind of light. Um, yeah, there's only three new shows, new shows this year. Um, so Batwoman, which we've already talked about, Nancy Drew, which we've already talked about, and Katie Keene, which is um, a Riverdale spinoff, actually. It'll go in somewhere because it's a mid-season. It may even be a summer because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but CW has actually been airing shows in the summer. Mm-hmm. Which is um, smart. A, a lot of channels are starting to do this. Mm-hmm. You and I have talked about this already, Jenny, like where they're like streaming services are doing it. We got to keep up. 
So having something that comes on during the summer. Um, and then the other one mid-season is Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Which is coming season two, which is another reboot. Mm-hmm. But only three new. So. That's good, though. Um, maybe they kind of streamlined, you know, instead of just mm-hmm. making whatever. Because it seems like they did that for a while. Yeah, just made whatever and let it drop. But, I mean, all their shows are pretty, I would say, with the exception of probably Dynasty, maybe Legacies, but that probably does have its audience. I mean, most of the shows are pretty yeah, pretty popular. So, I I did look up while or like while I was I was looking something else up to find out um, how just how many new shows, making sure we didn't miss anything, um, and just to let you guys know, Nancy Drew she'll be she'll be eighteen, so we okay. guessed a little high, but mm-hmm. eighteen. And I did not know this, but Freddie Prince Jr. will be in it. Ooh, is he her dad? I don't know, but he and I share a birthday. He's kind of yeah, pretty awesome. That was another thing about the Nancy Drew thing is that, like, her mom died when she was young. Yeah. Younger. Um, so the father-daughter relationship there was really important, and then he wasn't in the trailer at all. So No, so I don't know. He make, he could be a teacher. He could be a cop because, you know, there's a lot of cops that basically, um, I guess, kind of like in Veronica Mars where they're like, oh, it's mm-hmm. you again. Mm-hmm. Um, so he could be a cop. He could be her dad. Not sure, um, but there was a Nancy Drew show, like, a long time ago, um, and the original Nancy Drew, it also notates here, will be on that, which I thought was pretty cool. Oh, that is cool. And then, I don't know, I was looking up to see if it had notes about Batwoman, so I was like, ooh, is there anything that we don't know about that's in here? I was going to mention that Ruby Rose had that um, stunt accident. Yes. Today I I watched the video that she released. Where she got, where she had surgery. So that was, yeah. Um, but I didn't, I didn't even know that she got injured like that I badly. saw it a couple of days ago and I actually had forgotten until you just said something. Um, I wonder how this will affect the rest of the season. Cause like Russell just said, you know, there's still technically all of these shows that come out here in like a week or so, they're still technically recording Mm -hmm. they're in the middle of recording so yeah they're actually shooting the crossover now so So i wonder if she got hurt doing the crossover no she got hurt a while back yeah it's been a while but she just had the surgery Uh. recently because we all know that surgery doesn't take place like immediately (laughs) (laughs) all right well i think that does it for cw um, it does kind of light. Am I the only one that's like, we're forgetting something, even well, though we're not? Yeah, usually this is like a three-hour-long show. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I think we're doing a good job. Um, Miranda, I think it's about that time. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we would like to welcome you to Nerd Eye Candy of the Moment. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. All right, guest first, Russell. Yeah. Uh, well... I'm going to have to cheat just a little bit. <gasps> Come on. Because I couldn't pick just one. Okay. It, this was this was really difficult. Uh, we have very strict rules. I mean, you know that, right? You do. You do. You do. I have <laughs> to keep strict, my... Like, I know. And, and you know, I, I, I do feel like I'm exercising my privilege as, uh, as a longtime guest just a little bit. A little bit. But... 
but I think you'll appreciate it. Okay. Okay. Um, first up is uh, we got the pictures this past week uh, from the old farmhouse mm. where they're filming the uh, the crossover. Mm. Uh, there was a, uh, a wonderful picture that came out uh, that featured one Miss Erica Durance. Yep. Uh, reprising her role as Lois Lane, looking every bit as uh, as radiant as she did when she was uh, in the role on the regular. Uh, looks like she's just slipped right back into it. Having her back as Lois Lane is just going to be all sorts of wonderful, even if it is only just for a moment. Uh, just just that that is existing is uh, you know again, and that she is she is here looking just as as wonderful and gorgeous as she always did. I can't wait. Uh, so she's one. You guys believe she's actually yeah. she's forty one? Did you guys know that? It's yeah, she that's... is she is aging wonderfully. She is. I mean, but at the same time, uh, I'm like how? But I'm like, oh wait, we're all like <laughs> halfway to. 40. Okay, what? never mind. <laughs> Halfway. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then the other is her absolutely jacked to the ceiling and back co-star Tom Welling. Hello. Mm. Uh, who looks like he has been in the gym something hard yep. for, for the last several months so clearly he's known that he was going to be in this for a while because let's face it homeboy is swole he's actually uh, looked like that for a little bit now he has but the he's been in the gym he's looking great slipped right back into that uh the flannel shirt like it was mm-hmm. like it's been there the whole time tom willing done been hot for a that long flannel yeah. shirt was Just, made for him yeah he's Whoa. Is that, he's right back in it uh, this is just going to make us all want a, a Superman show with those two in the leads uh, that much more. Yep. Well, he, yeah. he's on uh, Lucifer right yeah. now, and he uh, he frequently takes his shirt off. Mm. So he he been in a gym, and he'd been doing good things for him. It's it's such a, a treat to see these two back together, even if it is only for uh, this short while. But I'll take it. And right. they they both look absolutely outstanding. So, uh, Smallville alums for the win. That is a great pick. This makes me want to go like do a whole rewatch of Smallville. Which you should. It's on Hulu. Like several times. Um, actually, it would not be rewatched for you. Did you ever actually watch it? I want to say you said no. No, I never did. I started oh. on that first season and I made it about halfway through, but I didn't. I didn't finish it. Um, and I think that the first season is, from what I heard, kind of shaky anyway. So It takes a little bit to find its footing, but yeah. season two uh, season two is great. It is. Uh, I'll put it on my list. Um, but I will, since you chose two people. Oh. And you chose two Superman characters. Mm-hmm. I will steal one of your Superman characters. But I'm going to pick uh, Brandon Routh in the photo that was released of him. Ah. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, 
how, Miranda just how melted. How Christopher Reeves is that photo of him? Right? Um, oh, uh, he is absolutely standing in for Christopher Reeves. Yeah. Uh, right? I think that's going to be the case. Those gray temples, um, that's tremendous. And oh, God. I, I, it, he just looks fantastic. Um, that suit is iconic and classic and wonderful. I love the red boots. In um, all the right places. Yeah, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's perfection. Like, And it's like, we've had him as Adam for so long, and that's I, such a different character that you kind of forget that this guy exists. You know what I mean? he's really adorkable. Right. He really Adam. Is. That's the word I use for him when he's on Legends is he's adorkable. Right. And then he puts on this suit <clears throat> and it's like, fuck. Hello. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I will pick another character. We saw him briefly in the Arrow, um, <clears throat> in the Arrow trailer, but Tommy Merlin. I knew it. So fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> just, just come back, Tommy, please. You know what He's I'm saying? In a like medical trauma. Of... Yeah, yeah, I remember he was on yeah. something. But everybody says he's super hot in that one too. Yeah. I have not watched it though. So uh, I say it's the Chicago Med one, maybe. <clears throat> that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he made a joke about it when he was on an Arrow episode. I don't know. That sounds right, but I don't know. Anyway, those are my guys. And what if they were a couple? Mm. (laughs) Uh, Too hot. I don't think I'm here for that. Okay. All right. Well, what's yours then? Sometimes I am. Cast the unofficial Zach and Mary sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am not going to break the rules. I am not going to copycat. And actually, I can't because I've had Brandon Roth before. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to go with one Mr. Uh, fellow Pisces shares my birthday. The very well-aging Mr. Freddie Prince Jr. That is a good good choice. And it's, I think it's that gray in the temples. Like, yeah, holy mm-hmm. manna. There's something about that. I think it's, and I, I'll say this, just like we've said about Zachary Levi about five different times now. Mm-hmm. I think it's because we're aging as they're aging, and they were hot to us then. And so, like, now we're attracted to something different, and but they have that something different because, like I said, they're aging too. Like, yeah, I'm here for it. And Freddie Prince Jr. is one of those guys that was, you know, he was like a heartthrob or whatever. Back in he, the day, he was kind of adorable. He was yeah. like, he was like the captain of the football team that was also a nerd mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stereotype. And then he, he kind of like I feel like he kind of fell off the map. You know what I mean? Well, like, because he chose to go be um, Mr. Dad, Mr. Mom. Basically, that's basically what happened. He and Sarah Michelle Geller have been together since the nineties. They're mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. They have children, and he was like, "I want to be dead," which makes it even hotter. Alright. He was a WWE writer for a while. Was he? Yeah. A lot of these people that like kinda drop off the face of the earth, they're usually in the background like producing and writing and because you can do those things and not have to travel and be on set like you would uh, in in an acting career. Alright. Well that makes sense. I wanna say he and Sarah Michelle Gellar wrote a cookbook together too. Yep. Come on, he can God. Was it a buffy one? No, 
Nope. It's called um, How to Get Back Buffy? to the Kitchen <laughs> with Freddie Prince Jr. Nice. All right. Well, that is the show. Um, thank you, Russell, three years in a row talking about this stuff with us. We appreciate it. Um, do you want to plug some of your stuff? Sure. Uh of course, uh, Todd and I have our weekly show, DC for You, right here on the uh, well on the Place to Be Nation Pop Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I understand it, we're on a different network here on this show. You are. We are. Now. Yes. Uh, so uh, I got to keep that in mind whenever I'm doing the the plug there. <laughs> uh, uh, Todd and I just did a, a current events episode for uh, for September, so everybody go check that one out. We talked a lot of really cool, like just. Uh, great DC Comics moments that happened over the the course of the past month, uh, from Doomsday Clock to Event Leviathan, and the uh, the emergence of the Legion of Superheroes that uh, we're both very excited about. Todd, as a longtime fan, and me as somebody who's never really given much of a shit about the Legion, but <laughs> now now I'm I'm like, okay, this has me all sorts of interested. This seems like up my alley. Uh, and then, of course, uh, it'd be in October. We're kicking off uh, a month of horror shows. Nice. Uh, we are we are looking at DC Comics uh, and DC Films and Television horror offerings. We are we pick like our uh, favorite uh, horror comics from DC, and we took a look at uh, the Keanu Reeves uh, 2005 Constantine <gasps> movie. Oh my I god! Love that movie uh, so much. I love that movie. <laughs> so good. Uh, uh, we will say I will say that uh, opinions are uh, divided on our episode, <laughs> and uh, well, not not terribly not terribly much, honestly. But there's uh, there there is a difference of opinion on uh, on some of that. But you'll have to listen to the show to to hear what we talk about. Uh, in addition to picking our absolute favorite uh, DC horror comics that you can find on DC Universe right now, uh, and we pick. Uh, a couple of other things to talk about later in the month. We'll be talking about Animal Man number one from Jeff Lemire and Travel Foreman uh, that uh, launched his new series or his series back during the New Fifty Two, and we uh, also did a review of the pilot episode for DC Universe's unfortunately canceled Swamp Thing. Oh, uh, oh that was a good show. It uh, I still haven't finished it, but uh, I have watched uh, about four or five episodes of it and it is it's real good it's a it is a shame that this show is not going to continue somewhere uh, so I canceled it while i was watching it so i had to make the decision like do you finish this knowing that it's going to be canceled or do you just say well fuck it and not get yourself uh, pissed and i decided to be like no i'm finishing this and that's that's what i'm going to ultimately do i'm going to finish this show uh and then i'm i know i'm going to be sad but at least Swamp Thing got a, a quality single season. That's that's at least something. Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing in the month of October. Uh, check us out every Thursday on the uh, the PTBN Pop Network. All right. Um, like Russell said, this is a new feed. Uh, this is yeah. the Jenny position. So um, this is the home of Geek and Sassy. And also Jenny Position number one, which just dropped yesterday. So um, check that out. That is a conversation between myself and Todd Weber, um, Russell's co-host. So he was very gracious with his time to sit and talk to me, and it was a great conversation. Um, 
And then um, coming up, we have uh, a read, streams, and downloads mm-hmm. edition of this show, which will be in a couple of weeks. And then there will be a freak out drive in. Yep. For your uh- ear holes. For all your ear holes and for your reading holes and your challenge ability reading holes that sounds weird never mind i take that back <laughs> um i have an article that will be up which is a 31 nights of halloween challenge going on place to be nation um that is a combination of a bunch of different like halloween movies you should watch throughout awesome. the month of halloween and is there a, t- a hashtag associated with that there is hashtag PTBN Halloween Challenge. All right. So use that. and Challenge. It's on the – there's a graphic um, mm-hmm. that they're going to put up with it. And you can, like, share your graphic on, like, social medias. Or you can, like – it'd be really cool if you guys use it as, like, screenshot of your TV or, like, something cool. Or tell me what your favorite is. I'd really, really like this to be super interactive. That's the whole point. So is the, is the hashtag. Is the challenge then to watch like just one uh, Halloween themed or like horror themed movie a day until Halloween or three? Pretty Halloween? much. You don't have to follow um, the list I created. Um, the list I created was I took people's opinions. I picked some of my own. Some of them are uh, kiddo, some friendly. Some of them are way way not. Um, but yeah, the the challenge is basically like pick a different movie or um, show that is Halloween themed every night and watch it. Kate and I already have our list going. It's a little bit different from this one because he can't watch all of these. <laughs> uh, so if I if I watch Ghostbusters like thirty one days in a row, is that that's going to count? Well, I spoiler Ghostbusters is on the list. There you go. Okay. How could uh, I not make? I, I know. I'll tell you. I was going to be very upset if you didn't, but no. you know, I, I know you'd come through. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, speaking yeah. of social media, you can find us on Twitter. At Jenny Position yeah. and Miranda is at Moms and Nerd. Um, we will have Facebook pages for both Geek and Sassy and Jenny Position. There you go. Well, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. And you're always welcome for talking. 